Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37.4 Hello and welcome to The Well, a spiritual growth experience from Saddleback Church. My name is Brennan Bathour, and I'm excited to journey with you into words of truth. Think of this as your own personal retreat. This is your opportunity to spend the next few minutes with the only one who truly refreshes to find health and rest for your soul. To start, find a quiet place, get away from the noise and the busy, take a deep breath, and get settled. If you need more time at any point, feel free to hit pause along the way. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37, 4. In this episode, we are going to practice delighting in God. How do you delight yourself in the Lord? Let's walk through this together. What comes to mind when you hear the word delight? You might picture a child opening a present at Christmas time, or a wife welcoming home her husband from war might think of that decadent, rich dessert you had at that special restaurant, or that particularly bold cup of coffee you had on a cold morning in a faraway place. This is delight. When your desires are fulfilled, your soul feels great pleasure when you catch a glimpse of all things made right. Now to really enter into this delight we are reflecting on today, I'd like you to imagine a busy old cafeteria kitchen. Your job is to clean dishes. In what is generally an undesirable pecking order to even be a part of, you are at the bottom. Your hands are dry and cracked from the soap. Your arms covered in soggy old food. Now, this may be just about as far from delight as you can imagine. In my book, washing dishes is so far from heaven, it's more at home in, you know, the other place. But here, amidst the clanging pots and the shouts of supervisors, in the heat and sweat, is where the beauty of Psalm 37.4 resides. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. See, this verse is often used in this way. You know, if you enjoy God, you'll get everything you want from him. Or put a different way, this verse can be misinterpreted as saying, if you sing the right songs or follow the rules showing that you believe in God, well, God will give you anything you want. But this deeply misses out on the truth and the beauty of this verse. To truly understand it, enter back into the kitchen. Steam on your face, fingers pruny, food under your nails. It was in this environment that a humble, uneducated, otherwise unremarkable monk named Brother Lawrence began to live out these words. He began to notice that when you delight yourself in God, when you do whatever task you have in front of you as if God is right there beside you, all your desires and delights come to full fruition. That when you see things through the perspective of God's grace 
and his goodness, when you practice living in his presence, then you begin to delight in all the ways that God's fingerprint becomes evident to you. You know, your perspective changes and then your heart changes. And when your heart changes, your desires change. And when your desires come in line with what God wants for you, your desires will always be fulfilled. You suddenly see the work of cleaning dishes, even that in light of God's love, cleansing that which is dirty, immersing unusable dishes and then watching them emerge new, creating clean vessels to offer food to others. This 17th century monk is famous for saying, our only business is to love and delight ourselves in God. What if that was true of us? Before we go further, reflect on the reality that God is with you in your presence, even right now. Whether you are listening to this while driving, on a walk, vacuuming, sitting quietly, or even doing dishes, he is delighting in you. His face is shining on you as you listen. The Bible says that he is ever present, that in him we live and move and have our being. So spend time in that reality, that he is present with you even now. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37, 4. Soon we will examine what our heart currently desires and delights in. But let's first wander in delight through all that God has placed around us. Like a library of his blessings, let's walk down the aisles of his great works all around us. See, it can be hard to wrap our minds around the infinite God sitting with us, walking with us. It is often just too big of a reality to wrap our minds around. So instead of going directly at God's presence, I like to begin by being grateful for the things around me that carry his fingerprint. Like when I miss my wife, I don't just try to imagine her. I begin by looking around at all the things that remind me of her. So take a moment and pay attention to what is around you, wherever you are right now. What do you notice that carries the fingerprint of your loving God even right now as I talk? Maybe it's a splash of color in your view that reminds you of God's vibrancy. I'm still blown away that God made sunsets over the ocean just so incredibly colorful. They could have all just been gray. Maybe it's some connection to whatever task you may be doing. If you're cleaning, 
you are doing the work of redeeming things. If you're driving, remember the way that God meets the traveler between destinations. If you're on a walk, the feeling of the air on your skin can be a reminder of his closeness. If you're people watching, look at all the movement of life in the birds of the air and the plants of the field and the wind over the earth that show the variety of the one who animates all of these. Maybe you are just sitting quietly with your eyes closed. Notice your breath, chest rising and falling as a constant reminder of his never-ending grace, giving you this breath and this one, always sustaining you. Brother Lawrence, this dishwashing monk, began following Jesus when he noticed a tree in the winter, dead and bare, yet knowing that soon spring would come and bring this dead stick into flowering life. Noticing this one simple fingerprint of God's provision and grace, he began a journey that would change his eternity. The psalmist King David, who wrote this verse we are reflecting on today, pointed to the fortitude of rocks the expanse of the sky, the refreshment of rivers, the softness of green grass, all as pictures to draw our delight to him. So whatever has come to mind, talk now to the God who is present beside you. Talk with him about all the ways his character, his fingerprints around you, delight you. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37, 4. We have spent some time in delight of the Lord. It is now time to turn our focus towards the current orientation of your heart. Reflect on those places where your heart desires things that are not bad in and of themselves, but have grown to be more important than God in your life. It is important here to remember that God has given us the ability to desire, to delight. He has made us to long for love, for beauty, for good pleasure. Desire is an important mechanism to point us in the direction we were made to go. Our problem is not often that we desire too much, but our desires are too small. We nibble at stale breadcrumbs while a banquet table a steaming, exquisite cuisine awaits us. When this good mechanism of desire is corrupted, when it points us to lesser things, it orients us towards destruction of ourselves and even those around us. 
We need God to continually lift our eyes, to lift our desires. For when our delight is in him, then all the desires of our hearts will be satisfied. Order your desires correctly and you'll receive not just the large desires of presence of God and fulfillment of his love, but also the smaller things. Happiness throughout your day, peace when hardship strikes, an open-handed orientation towards love for those around you. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom and all these other things will be added unto you. Delight in the Lord, the psalmist cries, and don't let the evil one carry out his tragic work in your life. Don't let your desires be corrupted. You will not only lose what is most important, you will also lose whatever it is you are chasing. This is how idols work. At first, they offer you everything and cost nothing. But this is a lie of facade. In the end, these idols, these misplaced desires, offer you nothing and cost you everything. So right now, examine your heart. What holds your delight these days? Is it that adventure, that great cuisine, beautiful art, another person? If you've never connected your desire for these things with God, ask God now to help you do that. Ask him to lift your eyes from the breadcrumbs to the banquet. Are there any desires within you right now that are actually pulling you away from God? Ask him to restore and revive your desires now, that he would remove your heart of stone and replace it with a new heart, a heart that desires first and foremost more of him. Father, may we be a people of great delight, desiring the great and good things you want to provide. Whether in the hurry of business or the serenity of prayer, help us live as if you are right beside us, because you are. Grow my delight in you, O Lord, and raise my desires from the breadcrumbs to the banquet. When others encounter me, would they be amazed at how I reflect your love? Not because I am forcing it, but because it is simply what flows from us. That in pain or plenty, humor or sadness, chaos or quiet, I would be aware of your overflowing love, your creative fingerprints all around me. My heart's desire is to delight more in your presence. May this be true of me with your help. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>